Welcome to Behind the Curl, where connection is created with one another through the sharing of the personal natural hair stories and experiences, as well as natural hair education brought to you by myself. I am a naturally textured curly hair specialist. I am also your host, Amy Bush, and I invite you to join me as we celebrate what is natural, beautiful, and authentic. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curl with me as your host, Amy Bush. I'm pretty excited to bring you back again today because this is part two of Help, My Curls Are Dry, Frizzy, and Dull. In the last episode, we talked about how to identify the damage that is caused by certain factors and which proteins are affected in the hair and the three factors that are damaged in the hair, which was your pH, your hydrogen, and your disulfide bonds. So today I'm going to talk about the different issues that can come up, uh, the contributing factors that cause damage in our hair, and how to identify, prevent, and the treatment for each of these. So I'm going to go ahead and start with hard water. Now, one of the ways you can identify that you have water is one, if you live in the country and you have a well. I know exactly what that is. I have a well myself. So this is one of the things that I work on with my hair. You know you have hard water if your curls can become stiff, hard, frizzy, uh, difficult to absorb moisture. They don't want to be shiny or bouncy. The hard water minerals get encased onto the hair, and so we have to remove them. First, I'd recommend every four to six weeks using a clarifying shampoo. Then about once a month, use a detoxifying mask or treatment, and then follow up with your hydrating or your moisturizing shampoo and conditioner, all dependent upon the porosity of your hair. And if you wonder what your porosity is, refer back to some of the previous episodes. The best way to prevent hard water absorption onto your hair would be to one, have a water softener. If you need something extra and you don't have a water softener, you can add an additional shower head that does some extra filtration. And then if you don't have either one of those, just follow up with the treatment plan that I recommended and I'm sure that you are going to see some different results. Next, we'll talk about chlorine. Chlorine can be in your regular water or we oftentimes associate it with summertime and swimming, particularly with our children. If you have city water and a high content of chlorine, adding one of those shower heads on can be very helpful. Now during the summertime, one of the biggest things that parents complain about is being able to detangle their children's hair. If you're having issues with detangling, or if the hair is feeling a little dry or rough, and in the worst cases, with chlorine damage, the hair is going to feel kind of mushy, soft, and limp. So let's talk about prevention. Before getting into the pool, it really helps to wet your hair down thoroughly and then add a little bit of leave-in conditioner. The hair is like a sponge. So when a sponge is already filled up with water, it can't really pick up any more liquid off of the countertop. Same with the hair. If the hair is already wet, has a little bit of leave-in conditioner in it, then it's going to have some difficulty picking up that chlorine and the water from the pool. Now, when you're done swimming for the day or your children are done swimming, make sure that they shower and thoroughly wash and condition their hair. 
At the very least, use your cleansing shampoo and conditioner. At the best, about twice a month, use a clarifying shampoo. Even better, once a week. And then follow up with your conditioning masks. If it's still a little bit tangly, spray in your leave-in conditioner before detangling with your fingers and then brushing through with a wet brush or a Denman brush. If the hair has gotten really mushy and soft, then what it needs is extra protein. Protein can come in many different forms with different products. Some of my favorite are going to be a liquid protein spray that you would spray on every time that you shampoo and condition the hair and you just leave it in and then style and follow up with all of your other products and also keeping up on good trims. That hair cannot be restored back to its original state. All we can do is make it stronger. So preparing to have regular haircuts throughout the summer to keep ahead of that is going to help. Now with product buildup. Now with product buildup, the issues that you may see or experience may be dandruff-like effects, heaviness on the scalp, the hair appearing to be a little heavier, greasier, stringy, dull, flaky. Uh, you may even actually see a white coating on the strands of hair. The prevention would be making sure that you're choosing hair products that are not going to be causing that kind of damage. You can look at the ingredients and see, but most often times we don't really understand or know what those ingredients mean or even what they're doing in the product. I tend to be more of a results-based person. So if I'm seeing these issues, I know that I need to try out some other products. So speak with your stylist and see what they recommend. The treatment would be to use a clarifying shampoo. You may have to use this a couple of times, or you may even have a clarifying treatment done in the salon and then follow up at home. After using a clarifying treatment, make sure that you do follow up with the proper conditioner for your porosity. Now heat damage. One of the top things that you're going to see with your curls with heat damage is the hair tends to look a little bit straighter or the curls get a little more relaxed. Even in the worst case scenarios, the hair is going to be very straight, almost as if it was permanently straightened. And in fact, at that point, the hair has been permanently straightened. If the hair is slightly relaxed in its curl and just dry and frizzy, oftentimes we can bring that back with extra moisture and hydration. If it's severe and the hair is very straight, you may have to get what we call the big chop or cutting the straight ends off so that you can bring it back to its natural curl. And of course, prevention would be to not use your heat tools. Some hair textures can handle the occasional straightening with heat tools and other textures, all it takes is one time. The textures that take only one time or two times are going to be your fine and thin and high porosity hair textures. Those are at the highest risk for damage from heated tools. Now with blowouts, they are going to be a much gentler form of getting a smooth look and feel to the hair. But the problem is, is that oftentimes we create more damage with using round brushes because we're using them when the hair is wet and already in a weakened state. My recommendation is that you dry the hair halfway or 75% before proceeding to smooth out with your round brush. You will notice a huge difference. One, it won't take as long. And two, there won't be the damage. Also make sure 
that your hair dryer is not on the highest heat setting. You do need it to be very warm or hot to be able to smooth out the cuticle of the hair and to be able to smooth out the curl. However, using cold air is not going to be more effective. In fact, it shuts down the cuticle and it makes it much more difficult to smooth out the curl. You can try using a heat protectant for heat damage from hot irons or a heat protectant for blowouts. But once again, depending upon the texture of your hair, it will determine whether or not even the heat protectant products are going to help. So as all things, in moderation or very few times. Now salt water in the sun. We all love to be able to vacation, whether it be during the summertime or whether we're getting away during the wintertime. Salt water and sun can be very drying. So if you want to be extra careful, keep your hair covered, stay in the shade, and don't let the sun hit it too much. However, I also want you to be able to enjoy going on your vacation and getting to soak up those rays and get some vitamin D. The same recommendation that there is for chlorine is going to work for the salt water and the sun. Wet it down first, apply a light bit of leave-in conditioner or cream, and then go and enjoy. If you're sitting out in the sun, you can reapply with using a spray bottle. The spray bottle is going to have about 75% water and 25% conditioner. You can spray that in liberally, or you can just spray in your leave-in spray conditioner. That will give you added moisture. And then when you're done for the day, make sure that you go into the house or wherever you're at and shower, thoroughly shampoo and condition the hair properly, and follow up with a spray leave-in conditioner. This should help remove any residual effects from the salt water, from the sun, and add in the needed moisture. Now when it comes to coloring, highlights, and bleach, this is all going to depend upon the porosity of your hair as well. Fine and thinning hair and high porosity hair does not do well with bleach. I'd recommend sticking with highlights and just color. Although, even with your coarser, denser, thicker hair textures and non-porous hair textures, if you overdo the highlights and the bleach, you are still going to have damage. So make sure that you have a stylist that is familiar with the different hair textures and as well as the effects of color, highlights, and bleach and knows how to counteract those. If you're going to an extreme, your hairstylist may recommend using a rebonder. Oftentimes my recommendation is, is to not go that extreme. If you have to go to that kind of damage, even with a rebonder, you're most likely going to have damage on your curls, which will result in straightening those curls. True, this does not happen to everyone, but if we're going to be on the side of prevention, I tend to be a little bit more cautious. If your hair has been overprocessed, then the best thing you can do is make sure that you are applying moisture or protein as is needed. If the hair is dry and crispy, you need moisture. If it's soft and mushy and has lost the curl, then you need to apply protein and a rebonder. Now, when it comes to permanent straightening systems, this would be your relaxers, Brazilian blowouts, Japanese straighteners, and the such. We all know exactly what happens with that. The intention is to remove all curl. There is no treatment. 
the only thing you can do is prevent. And the only prevention is abstinence. The treatment would be to do a big chop and cut off all the straight ends and to reshape your natural curls. At that point, if you want longer hair, you can let it grow out. Or the other option would be to cut off what you're comfortable with, find some other styling techniques, and then let it grow in and to keep up on regular trims in order to remove the straight ends. Now, people oftentimes will ask me about keratin treatments. Keratin treatments are intended to use keratin protein, which is part of the protein that your hair is made of, in order to reduce the frizz. However, many keratin treatments also cause a relaxing of the curl. Now, some people like their curl better when it's been softened or relaxed a little bit. Maybe they feel their curls are a little bit too tight. If this is the case, then getting it done once may or probably will give you that end result. However, you have to be very cautious and think about what happens the second and the third time. Oftentimes, the complaints I hear are that the second and third time will relax it even more and actually will start to cause frizz because there is some damage that is caused through the application of these treatments. Many times, my recommendation is to stay away from the keratin treatments and to start looking into having a hair care system that you have figured out with your hairstylist and other techniques during styling to find the curls you're looking for. And then lastly is the winter in the cold. When it's really cold outside, that can strip moisture from your hair. Just that wind blowing can also damage your skin as well. Higher porosity hair, fine and thinning hair will get staticky and thicker, coarser hair can also feel a bit dry. Both of those need moisture. Now with the fine hair, you're more likely to need a hydrating product. And with the thicker, coarser hair, you're probably going to use a moisturizing product and the weight of it probably needs to be a little bit heavier as well. You can try to protect your hair by making sure that you have enough layering of moisture products before you leave the house. Try not to leave the house with your hair still wet and even covering with a hood. Our houses can get to be a bit dry as well. Raising the humidity level in the air in your house can help a bit too. Now, ironically, oftentimes fine hair tends to have more volume during the summer because the humidity is a little bit higher and thicker, coarser hair tends to do better in the winter time because the cold closes down the cuticle and they feel like they don't have as much volume. All of that is going to be personal preference. Knowing what you want to get out of your curls and knowing what the porosity is of your curls and knowing how they are affected by the environment and what we're doing to them can often help us make choices that are going to give us the results that we're looking for. So for myself personally, going into winter, I know which products I'm going to be grabbing for my hair because I want to have bouncy curls and my hair oftentimes does not have enough volume. But knowing what issues my hair may have and having this information at my fingertips helps me to make choices, leaving me with a smile on my face before I leave the house. So I hope you took some notes and are going to be thinking about what your hair needs are. Take a look under your cabinets and under your sinks and see what products you have. Make a few choices 
And then if you need to add a few products every season, do so because we often have two sets of products. So keep in touch with your hairstylist. I'm sure that they can give you some great advice and letting you know how to proceed forward. I wanted to thank you again for taking the time and joining me today for this episode and that you're going to be going into the holidays in this next season with happy, healthy curls. And so I'm wishing you lots of curl love. Stay warm and stay safe. Have a wonderful day. And until we meet again, take care. If you have really enjoyed listening today and would like to have me address any questions you may have, or if you are inspired to be interviewed on this podcast with your story, with either your success journey, or you would even appreciate extra help with your curls, send all correspondence to me at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com. I would love to add your voice and inspire other listeners. Now I have an opportunity that is special for all of you that are hairstylists, or maybe you are not, but you know a hairstylist. And if you were inspired, by what you heard and seeking to expand your curl education, I would like to invite you to visit the Ambushed Curl Academy website. There you will find my online curl education course I created in order to inspire other hairstylists. If you have any questions, I can be reached at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity to celebrate natural curls with you. And until we meet again, love your curls and embrace the natural beauty that is uniquely you.